up in the morning to you, boyo. This is the Gaming Tadpole. Hey, uh, god dang, I, I thought I had my Irish accent down. Oh, yes. Oh, my dearies. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Oh, my days. I mean, what's Chase? We got in Rihanna. Oh, I remember this Irish accent. Chase, Rihanna, and Craig here. He's back from doing DoorDash. Okay. I'm back. Craig having a mask on. He's going to commit a robbery, so. Wow. No. (laughs) No. And Rihanna is a uh, business finance major. That's why she's got that dress up right now. She's going to sell us Amway. It's a blazer. Mm hmm. Okay. No. Uh, I, I'm, of course, in, in my same setup as usual, just in this room that has a window behind me. <laughs> what? A room with a window. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, okay, got it. someone could see. Someone could peek behind. <laughs> someone could. Uh, uh, okay. Now I'm getting freaked out. Well, it's a good thing because uh, we're talking about some freaky games, or kind of. The remaster of Shadow Man. Valorant has rebooted their comics. They're trying to get their own franchise out. I mean, they got a, was it Bloodshot? And now Shadow Man, they're giving that another go. Got the remaster game out and the new comics are, there's like a a reboot of the comics that is going to debut at the beginning of next month. So I played a bunch of this game and I will talk about it. I also give my impressions of a game that's been getting very just so much love on Steam. It's called Cruelty Squad. <laughs> I'll explain. Well, actually, no, I can't. Well, I can and I can't explain why it's one of the highest rated games on Steam right now, currently in early access. So I played the first two levels and I'll talk about my experience. Don't look it up, Rihanna. Let me. Let me be the blind be the blindfold here. I will walk you through this experience together. I can't be a blindfold. That doesn't make not even metaphorical sense. Well, it's all about our imagination. I don't know. As far as news, Ratchet and Clank is getting a lot of hype this week. They just released a trailer earlier for Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart coming right now exclusively to the PS5. I say right now because there is something I want to add about that. And they'll have a state of play tomorrow. 15 minutes all about the game and what to expect. But the two-minute trailer they released recently did give quite a bit. I have basically reasons I'm looking forward to it. And then just a couple of things that I am worried about. A little bit. I'll explain why. But of course, I don't have a PS5, so what do I know? (laughs) Yeah, coming out in June. The other news, I think this is kind of an interesting discussion, but there is a Chinese game studio that spent 100 million using Bitcoin. And this might make an this might bring an interesting question because Bitcoin it's trying to get there as like a new currency. I mean, we've seen other types of currency pop up could this be a new sign for purchasing games or how how you even transfer revenue in gaming? Yeah, I'll actually explain what happened with uh, Nexon and then uh, curious to know both of your thoughts on that. But first, something that I own, Craig, because Craig was in uh, or doing DoorDash, but also it was either last week or the week before, but the week before 
No, it was the week before. Okay, well, last week. Word of the week was that the Demon Slayer movie premiered in select theaters for a limited time. Yep, last week. Okay. Ari grossed, actually, it's the second highest in, in the box office. Ari way past its budget. So that's impressive. A, mo- a movie based off an anime and it has no mainstream advertising. And already it was a box office uh, success. And yeah, you know, I loved the first season of Demon Slayer. So I, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I just, at the second, I don't feel good about going out to movie theaters, but I will give that a chance when, when things clear up. COVID's not a big deal anymore. And there are movies you got to see at the theater because, again, Disney and Warner Brothers, they're moving away from allowing you to see movies at home. What I mean is that uh, HBO Max, for example, after this year, you no longer can see movies at the same day in the theater as at home. Disney Plus, they're really, I mean, they're releasing a couple of their movies on uh, exclusively on Disney Plus. They got a new Disney Pixar film releasing this summer there. I saw the trailer for that. It looks really amazing. I mean, cannot wait for that. With Black Widow coming out on Digizy, uh, then, of course, the uh, Premiere Access, that's $30. It seems like they're also going to get rid of that. For, like, Shang-Chi coming out in September, that's only going to be in the theaters. So when that happens, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll watch them in the theater. I mean, I have a movie podcast. Speaking of that... <laughs> First, I want to show, yeah, I want to pull up uh, Craig's picture of uh, him uh, playing a Demon Slayer because I uh, posted that on Facebook at a Facebook group that was just very empowering. I actually later posted one of the interviews I've had a while ago uh, that just became an awesome friend, uh, uh, DeJanae, and she's been getting so much love. She's working right now, so she has. She has like uh, a lot, lot of love. Actually, that's the thing is, and I'm not going to say the name of it because I don't want any potential jerk listening to this and coming in and invading this group. I-, I hope that never happens. But I posted a picture of Craig, who was going in as, uh, what? what's that character's name? I forgot. Zenitsu. Yeah. Zenitsu Agutsuma. And you had a really cool costume. Oh, no, I had to, never mind, I had to, like... Uh, I worked hard on that one. It took me a while. Most of it's handmade, except, of course, the sword. Okay. I'm trying to find it, because I, I guess it was a day ago, so that's why, because uh, there, there is a lot of uh, posts in this group. Oh, here it is. So... Oh, yeah, they go fast in that group. So many great cosplays. Oh, yeah. Well, l- let me let me say this. So here, I'm going to share with uh, just you guys i mean this is listeners so uh, listeners you probably won't i'll just describe but craig tell us how it was to get back in the theater with this uh honestly a little bit nerve-wracking i thought i would be a little bit more com- i guess composed or whatever since I, i've already been fortunate enough to get the j and j shot um in front of the theater it was great walking through it, it was great but once you're in there and your popcorn is exposed and people are walking around. It did make me feel a little uncomfortable, but uh, you know, I, I just went out there to represent that Demon Slayer and Zenitsu is my absolute favorite character. I love him. He's the most OP coward I've ever met. And uh, I was able to pull off this pose here, the thunderclap and flash. This is whenever he first kind of shows that he's a real badass. 
uh, in the show. But um, it was fun. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm excited about seeing a lot to see it on VOD, of course. But I noticed that your costume, or people listening to this, uh, your, uh, Zenitsu has like a orange vest and there's uh, white ch- or, uh, triangles all around. Right. Uh, orange blade. And also orange leg wraps. Yeah. White triangles. Yeah, I think the character also has yellow hair too. So you kind of reflected that a little bit, even though I, I bet that was just. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. I, I did. Uh, I did highlight my hair just for that to try to get a little bit closer. I like to actually color my hair to match uh, cosplay. It's more fun. And I get to take it with me. Like even now, I'm still semi in cosplay. <laughs> Not really, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, but it even matches the floor here because the floor is like all red, a red orange a little bit. So, I mean, it's not the exact same oh, color. Yeah. I was like, no, wow, I really you, you matched. There. That was You're at there. the Edwards off of Greenway Plaza in Houston. But yeah, I, I tried to do like a little contest, like not, not really contest. I would just say, hey, everybody, uh, share your own uh, Demon Slayer costumes. Let's just have a thread of just demon slayer costly support maybe share your social media or at least you know your costly handle and you know i'll give you guys a shout out on the next show that did not happen there was plenty of people liked i mean that's 24 likes now give me 24 likes and i also should hate or uh here's where you can follow craig that's 24 like likes Oh, well, with that in mind, I would like to challenge the Pond Press listeners to post your Demon Slayers cosplays because we definitely want to see them. And if you happen to be in the, uh, you know, DFW Houston, Texas area, we I would love personally to meet up and do a huge Demon Slayer group cosplay or a group cosplay of any type. But uh, yeah, looking for cosplayers. Yeah, there were actually a lot of cosplayers I uh, am connected with who has their own demon slayer cosplays and they're all really cool i mean it's a long list to go through but i want to say is that i posted craig's photo there's craig 24 likes then this morning i i invited my friend djna to the group and posted a picture of her this, so 24 likes now here is djna and this is ongoing by the way eight hours ago 151 likes <laughs> i was like you know what I, yeah. I like Mariana's reaction to it. It's like, what? You know, it, it's hard out there right now <laughs> for cosplayers, for streamers. No, it, it, it just like saying that, hey, you went, uh, you know, women get a lot more. See, even right now, people are reacting to this like every second. I was like, well, that is just cool. But also, let's see, know that, yeah, people want to see more women in cosplay than, uh, or well, probably part of the reason is because I looked at the comments. And it is a lot of guys simping over her. So, but it happens. Hey, want... But to her credit, that is still a great Momo Yayorozu cosplay. Like she yeah, is, she's cosplaying as a character you know, the, from the my hero. You know, it looks like a she, professionally done shot that's edited. Yeah, she is, she is a super really sweet human being. I mean, over Christmas, she uh, mailed me like just a thank you letter for all what I do. And she just blew up my countertops with glitter. And just a lot of like nice messages. I was like, yeah, I am. I've been making my mission to hang with this woman at, at Con, even though she lives in Florida. But you know, I'm I'm gonna try to bring some of my interviewees together. Of course, you have to have that one person say, "I didn't know we had non-black people here." Yeah, I. Oh well. Again, I'm not saying the name of the group, 
but this is an amazing group and for some of those who are able to discover it it's just so awesome to see that there was a spot where black cosplayers are getting love instead of the amount of harassment and hate they would otherwise receive that's why i am scared for you craig because once you get there you're probably gonna get your this character's not black so, so it, it's coming it's coming you're gonna get fine. it i'm ready and meanwhile I, I just love rihanna's reaction out of all, all this that she's seeing right now you probably have nothing to say okay how do i uh no nothing yep yep that's what that's what i i get it i get it but i have to say one thing though about a certain person on this group because i i brought up demon slayer now on on the pawn theory i have my other my white boys as i call them uh it's, no not really uh uh justin and cody we talk about movies last week we reviewed moral combat me and cody were not a fan of it justin kind of liked it but here's the thing is what what's and i'm i'm, I'm talking crud only because just justin gave me so much crud over this i we did a review over more combat we said yeah you don't really need unless you just obsess with more combat just don't see it and he's like well but come on, you you know, you got to see a new movie every week. It's the only movie out there. You got to go watch it in the theater. Take your girlfriend with you. I was like, what? What What kind of date is that? Yeah, yeah hey, hey, you want to go on a date with me? Let's watch someone get ripped apart in bloody ways. But here's what really pissed him off is that he's like, you, you have no choice to see this. You got to support this movie. And then I just slipped in Demon Slayer. And then Justin just gave me that. I was like, God dang it. I was like, people like Demon Slayer because Justin hates anime. That's why why he was really and then and it got even worse because I I saw this movie recently. It's a bit of uh has again a lot of love. I I wouldn't say it got a lot of love. It got like critical praise, but not a lot of people have seen it, and that's just because Netflix dumps a lot of movies on their streaming service every week. So this got, unfortunately, overshadowed a bit. Also, Netflix seems to advertise a lot of teen dramas the most. Their animated movies are just there, and if it succeeds, it succeeds. If it doesn't, then, oh, well, it's a weird thing with them. But I saw this movie recently. It's an animated musical called Arlo the Alligator, or Arlo the Alligator Boy. And... I described it. It's kind of like Princess and the Frog meets some of the, because it's by, uh, now I, I'm mistaken the name of the studio. I said Tilt Motion. It's Tilt, uh, Tilt Magic, I think. Uh, no, Tilt Boat. It's a animation studio that's done a lot of Cartoon Network and Adult Swim projects that people recognize, like Gumball, uh, Rick and Morty, Venture Brothers. So I was like, wow, this is kind of a... Uh, how much to both of that and it's just a really sweet film like it, it does melt in my i'm not melt it it warmed my heart just watching this because it was just so sweet and the whole time i was just gushing about this movie justin just gave me that angry look is like yeah i know it's something you like but i'm talking about an actual good movie like that's not a real movie and like justin you didn't even watch this because i was the only one reviewing this he was just talking crud and then he he's he made an, a lot of tweets at me for skipping the Oscars. Because I was like, no, I don't want to deal with that BS anymore. And he's like, no, you 
you run a movie podcast and you chose to talk about a crocodile and not the Oscars? And I was like, yeah, because the Oscars is dying. Nobody's giving a credit about it anymore. That's why I canceled the Oscar watch party because I was like, wow, the Oscar viewership is going down and they're just pulling a bunch of very disingenuous things towards black people in Hollywood. Like from what I heard this year, they baited people into thinking Chadwick Boseman was going to get an honor award only to then give it to Anthony Hopkins instead. I was like, no, screw the Oscars. Like what? Why do I need to? Okay. I'm a movie podcast. I need to just pay my respects to that. No, but, and he's like, don't worry. You're not going to be canceled. I was like, nobody, nobody's giving a crud about the Oscars anymore. Why would I get canceled for refusing to cover the Oscars? But yeah. The... <laughs> One thing that I read about on Twitter with Oscars was after when someone made a really weird acceptance speech and then their mother and sister's reaction was like, what did he just say? And she's like, oh no, eyes covered. Just like, why did he say that? It was like, thank you. I don't, I didn't have the exact wording, but it was basically, thank you for, thank you, my parents for appropriating and creating me. And it was like, uh. Daniel Kaluuya said that, yeah. Yeah, that that name. I mean, Daniel Kaluuya, he was good in uh, 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 the, or Judas and the Black Messiah. I mean, he, he had a great role. I think that was cool. But and it's not saying you got to give it like every award to to uh, or black actors and actresses. I'm just saying, just, just don't trick people. Like, don't do where you're gonna spend the whole show advertising for one person and then at the last minute say, "Psych, it's this person instead." I'm like, stop. He was in Black Panther. I was like, I know that was really his face. Was well, yeah, but he did. He recently did a biopic about the the, the Black okay. Panthers when the nineteen. 19- Which it was just like that's the only thing I really know about the Oscars this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just cool. Anyway, this is the movie that made Justin angry for some reason. Happy birthday, darling baby boy. You're old enough to know the truth. I have a dad from a city called New York. <laughs> this is your adventure. But I want- My name's Bertie. My name's Arlo Beauregard. I'm Berlisha. This is Teeny Tiny Tony. It's just Tony, but okay. Marcella's in the house, yes! And Aaliyah up front is our driver. Aaliyah? Huh, yeah? Are you driving the bus? Yeah! Should we, uh... See, this is a movie about, like, this, uh... uh, (laughs) What is Rihanna's reaction? What's the problem? Yeah, well, okay, so what the movie is about, uh... Little half kid, half alligator named Arlo, and he's living with a, a crazy lady who's actually uh, in a like a who's committed a lot of crimes. So she, that's the reason why she's she lives out in the swamp because she's hiding from the police. So, but Arlo is like, you know what? I want to know who my dad is. Like, how am I like this half human, half alligator? And he finds this little clue that's like, okay. Maybe my dad is out in New York City, or he's trying to go on this adventure to go to New York City to meet his dad. And meanwhile, while he's in it, because he's just so loving and happy that he doesn't understand that everybody thinks he's a freak because, I mean, he's a half human, half alligator. So everybody's afraid of him. And now he's got like these crazy hillbillies that want to 
capture him and sell him for uh, a lot of money. And so he kind of goes off this adventure with uh, all these other misfits. And he's got a very sweet, like I said in my review, for something with a premise like this, I teared up with, with him and, uh, oh, oh, not, not, that's one of the other uh, misfits. But the main relationship in this movie is between him and uh, Birdie, who is like a reference to, uh, how, oh, Paul Bunyan. And they have this very sweet relationship with each other. And the, the, the fact that both of them just feel rejected. And I mean, it's the whole message is about body positivity. In the weirdest and like almost stonerish way, the, the movie has a very uplifting message. And just amazing musical numbers. Like I was just praising this movie and Justin was just mad the whole time. It's like, yeah, but that's not a real movie. A real movie is something like... <laughs> He tried to get me to compete this movie with this movie, which when you look at it, I was like, wait, why are you trying to compete these two movies together? Like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, but it's not Nomadland, like an actual good movie. I'm like, why are you trying to get me these two movies to fight each other that have nothing to do with each other? Like, this is about the, the this is about like this group of misfits trying to, trying to embrace their looks and and you're trying to get me to fight this between a movie about a bunch of old people living out in the out, off the grid by themselves i'm like okay stop this i did give this movie i did give arlo a higher rating than nomadland but it wasn't because i'm biased towards animation or what i like bad stuff which okay i i'm entertained by some bad movies but arlo is a genuine good movie but he was like no no i know it's what you like so yeah he just gave me so much cred because i loved arlo i said I, I mentioned the name demon slayer and i also avoided the oscars so <laughs> anyway uh, on to stuff that will uh not be i don't know it's so bad that rihanna walked away <laughs> <laughs> she done no, but you know, um, I, I get Riyadh. That, that's wasn't the, there. That was the... Wasn't I'm forgetting the name, and I'm I'm sorry, but wasn't there like a famous director like last year that said something similar that was saying like uh, all these Marvel movies aren't really great movies and you're supposed oh, to oh Martin Scorsese yeah like just I feel like that kind of thinking is outdated. You have to be open minded and realize that there is a shift in what people are interested in. That doesn't mean that those live action movies are bad, they're great, but people are more interested now in animated stories and fantasy stories. So you can still tell fantastic, you know, movies and, and storylines. Well, what also got me with when Martin Scorsese said that is that he also does not like to have black people in his movies. So I was like, well, you're seeing all these diverse, you're, you're saying Black Panther is not a real movie because it's not your image of a cinema. Wait, what? No, this is Martin Scorsese, a I, legendary director of Goodfellas and, and all those like gangster, which, you know, I mean, he's made some classics. I saw his recent film and I, I was like, it's okay. But yeah, Justin is kind of like Martin Scorsese in a way where he just looked down on me for not supporting the Oscars and for liking Arlo. A movie he never even saw. So anyway, Shadow Man. <laughs> well, speaking of superheroes, Shadow Man was 
once uh, you know before we had black panther take off the way it did shadow man blade you had all these other super black led superheroes that were about the supernatural or the horror hold up blade was a hero <laughs> kind of he was an anti-hero right a little bit like he's a vampire hunter yeah Wait, you don't remember Blade? Um, I all I remember because I was like eight and my I was like my aunt had to like I was in the movie theater, but my eyes were hidden and uh, I tried to block most of it out. So I don't actually know what happened because there was a lot of bad things I don't remember. Um well that movie was radar. Now the new blade that's coming out by Disney Marvel, it is gonna be PD thirteen. It's gonna have uh Muhammad Ali as Blade. Looking forward to that. But Shadow Man was another one. Now, now, there was also Spawn, but I don't really count Spawn because the, in the comics, they turned Spawn into a white guy halfway through. Which I, that I did not get. And also, the movies and the games that adapted as Spawn, they were bad. I don't know if you even remember Spawn, but that, that was also Radar. No, what I actually... Yeah, Spawn was uh, the best, but those animated movies, they were... Woo. Oh, no, the live action. Like, Spawn, I, I just felt like always had bad luck. Yeah, no, the live action is great, but if you want to see Spawn really get down, the animated. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let me, because I, I actually have a picture of the comic illustration right here of Shadow Man, which is what this game is based off of. And Shadow Man was pretty big in the 90s, and uh, again, by uh, Valorant Comics. And what Shadow Man it would be, is that he and the main character his name is mike but he's this guy who wants to avenge the loss of his family members and specifically his uh, little brother and he meets up with this little voodoo witch named nettie and nettie is like i i think i know or i know the ways of the what the the dead side and uh that's the thing is he, his power is that once he if he gets killed he becomes immortal he turns into the shadow man where his whole body is like um almost filled by spirits and everything he's got like a skeleton in his chest and he's got like supernatural like he can blow people up with uh his spirit gun and uh different fire weapons so the game got a call following and even the comics to where Actually, one of the states in the U.S., it, it got so fa- popular that they had a Shadow Man Day. So it was, what? <laughs> I was like, Was what? it Louisiana? I, I think it was Louisiana, yeah. I mean, that's where the thing. Or- yeah, yeah, it does take place in Louisiana. But no, you go through other, pl- actually, when you get through the game, you, you've traveled to other areas as well, like New York and Florida. But the whole idea is that you got to go to the dead side and take down all these demonic beasts, try to find out what happened to your little brother, while also defeating the evil hitmen or the evil hitmen that are hired by the Serpent King. And that's kind of the rundown of it. You know, and this getting the reason why getting this remaster again the comics, but also there's a movie adaptation coming out some da- time down the road. There was already a Valorant movie that unfortunately bombed due to releasing right at the beginning of the pandemic. Now, it the movie also received mixed reception, so it wasn't like people really loved it. But, I mean, you look at what the movie is and you see what Shadow Man is doing, like, uh, 
and, and I, 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 I was kind of like, you know what? I know this movie may not be great according to critical reception, but I think it is cool to see other comic studios try and make their own movies. That's where you had Vin Diesel play the character Bloodshot and all that. So some at some point, we're going to get Shadow Man. But for now, we have this game to hold people over. And you I mean something you have to keep in mind? The original game came out in 1998. That is around the PlayStation 1, Nintendo 64, Dreamcast. It is old. So how do you bring that back to a modern audience? Uh, the studio that brought this back is uh, Night Dive. And they've been known to just bring back a lot of mid-tier to completely obscure classics or games that were released on the PC. They did it with Turok, Blood. They're also coming out with a reboot of System Shock in the summer that's going to be releasing on PC and consoles. System Shock is the precursor to Bioshock. I mean, it's a lot of things excited about this. And they said, yeah, we're going to remaster this, but also improve the controls, the AI. We're also going to add in cut content that didn't make it to the original game due to back in the day when Crunch was just even more crazy. Well, I mean, Crunch is still crazy today for game developers, but I even heard stories that back then some classic studios like uh, Iguana Entertainment, the the uh, developers behind Turok, that they got crunched so hard, they weren't even allowed to leave and to go home. Like, I think the boss actually locked them inside the studio and they were they had to sleep in there. It's, it's crazy when you think about some games you grew up with that you loved and realize that they do come at... Now, not saying all games were crunched, but, you know... And unfortunately, Shadow Man had something similar where it came out when Acclaim, the publisher, was starting to uh, lose money. Or, or and it, it, this wasn't, this didn't get to advertise it. And uh, at least uh, I would figure Acclaim wanted. And the sequel came out right as Acclaim was about to go away. So, which I have the sequel on PlayStation 2. So maybe down the road I'll review that. And I, I was like, okay. Let's see this be remat. If you're improving everything, you're adding on to things. That's pretty exciting. I think the first thing when playing this that I think some people are just going out to accept whether or not you are going to accept this or not. While this is remastered, there have been updated textures. There, there is a few modernized effects like fire or uh, bloom, and also. Uh, what are some other effects like or or uh, if i mean people who are pc gamers they know a few of the sort of like technical kinks and uh, or anti-analyzing some features that were not included in the original game anti-aliasing yeah aliasing yeah okay okay all right but the game still looks old i mean you still have the low poly character models the lip sync is uh, kind of cheesy. I mean, and same with the voice acting. Because, I mean, game div- game studios did not have the budget they did, they have right, uh, like today. So uh, very often in the 90s, like in the 90s, whenever a game had voice work, people would just get somebody. Somebody to voice act these characters. It would usually be the developers or somebody else. But the voice acting is not very good. It, and not in a way where you're like cringy. It's actually kind of cute the way the voice acting is corny uh the main protagonist uh, or mike shadow man 
the actor who plays him, he's still out there today and doing lots of uh, voiceovers. Really, he's that he sounds like a talented guy. It just that the script, it's very much like a, a, a B level movie. Like, like at the very beginning, when the Serpent King approaches the five or the four, uh, one of the four uh, gang, uh, crime lords, he was like, You are chosen to become one of my apprentices. And, and the guy he's approaching, he has this weird, like, accent where it's kind of British, but also kind of, uh, kind of almost flamboyant. He's like, if I want to join you, I must die. Yes, that is the way. This is the way. Oh, you know, he's like, if I must join you, I must die. Those aren't words. Try that again. No, that's, that's literally how he says it. I'm a star is what I'm hearing. No, yeah, it, like it says it's I must die, but he he pronounces it in such a like almost like a very cute version of it. It's it's adorable. You like yeah, oh, cute so can understand it. Sorry, it's cute. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you know what? I, I I've played so many of these voxel or low poly, whatever you want to call the art style. I've kind of been accustomed to this existing. So to me, a game that looks old, that doesn't really bother me. Some people will. There are people who hate games that look old or that have blocky character models and everything. Then if if that bothers you, you're probably not going to want to play this game because this game, as much as it will do its best to be accessible to modern players, there's a couple of things that allow you it's still an old game, a remaster of an old game. I don't think that's a bad thing, but some people are going to disagree. I mean, it's I, I mean, I've become to embrace a game's graphics evolutions to where I there was one scene where Nettie was giving uh, an upgrade to Mike. He's doing this ritual and Nettie holds like the uh this little uh, dagger or this little dagger does like a little uh because this deals with voodoo magic. He does, she does a little ritual and like her body is moving like all animatronic. It's like, I hereby commit this ritual. And it's kind of cute. What? I mean, you can't blame it. It, it came out in 1998. I, I just want, okay, I know it's a game, but having seen no mm, around something that was actual voodoo just freaks me out really badly. So I'm not going to have anything positive about this game. Okay. Well, yeah, I will say the game did get me in jump scares. It is classified as somewhat of a horror game, even though it's also an action adventure. Plays very similar to Tomb Raider, where you're adventuring to these different zones. There's puzzles to solve. And it also plays like a Metroidvania, where you get different upgrades for Mike, and you get to, you have to go back to certain levels in order to explore new things. So if you like that type of gameplay, I would say it does it very well. Like, I really enjoyed the atmosphere in this. And getting to the different weapons, because at first you start off with just a pistol or the spirit pistol. When you get all these other different weapons that uh, give Mike these uh, different fire, or or, uh, there's like a catapult 
fire weapon and then some that splits into like three homing fire missiles but also you can get some real world weapons like sawed off shotguns or a hand, like a handheld minigun there's some cool weapons in this game and they're fun to use when you kind of get more i mean it's something where you start off feeling kind of wimpy uh, just with this charged pistol but as you explore and you find new secrets, you find uh, new uh, weapons to play around with that also help you unlock more areas. It's got that really nice progression that you see in good Metroidvania titles. If there's anything that is dated about this that I do think will be a problem for some people is that the other things that this doesn't, this doesn't have that modern games contain. A waypoint. There is no map uh in this game and in order to figure out where you have to go you have to pay attention characters will tell you hey go this and go that they'll only say it once if you do not get the first time but there is something that will try to help you out you get there's these three journals you'll find and they actually give you like little hints on certain puzzles you'll find later on and how to solve them so it isn't like you're completely lost but at the same time it's not the ideal way of navigation that modern gamers are used to. And that will be kind of a problem for some people. But luckily, the game has had so many walkthroughs. I mean, we're in the age where if you get stuck on a game, you could just look up how you get through it. And I could follow the walkthroughs just fine if I ever d- did get stuck. Very few times, I guess it was in a case where I was in, okay, what the heck do I do? But when that did happen, I was kind of like, oh, wow, I'm in a maze temple. And I'm just going around circle. Okay, where do I need to go? Oh, I need to go down there. Oh, shoot. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to have that old school feeling in a way. Some people like that. Some people don't. And I think the other thing that might turn some people uh, regarding the uh, gameplay, the swimming, it took a little bit getting used to for me. Outside of that, I do see the improvements of the modern controls, like jumping and climbing onto things getting off to an uh, area to area. I mean, it feels a lot smoother than playing the original, which you could on Steam. The original is $10 and this remaster is 20 But that's the thing is I, I want to support this because I, I think it is a solid game overall, but some of the notable features missing that could have made it more appealing to newcomers and modern gamers that are missing it puts me in a tough spot because I did enjoy this game. I do think it is a solid adventure game. And I would, I mean, I think we really need to have more black protagonists in video games. I don't feel like we have enough of that. So especially superheroes. I mean, this almost feels like the right time for an actual new Shadow Man game. That could be based off the new, the rebooted comics that are coming out next month. Or what? I don't want to be spoilery, so I'm going to say this without actually doing a spoiler, I think. Okay. Okay, so Marvel and the Winter, sorry, the Marvel's uh, Winter, what the frick? Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier, if something would be turned into a video game, because <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were going to go off and talk about Marvel because I was like, we're, women, we're talking about Balrin here, not Marvel. 
Yeah, I don't know. Things didn't change yet, but I mean. No, no, no. That you, was incredible. You have a good point, though. I almost cried. I, I cried twice, actually, for the finale. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, you got a point, though, actually. Because, uh, yeah, recently Marvel has their new Black Captain America, which has gotten some people upset, of course. Because I was, I was, I was potentially not being spoiler. Okay, but you just, you just said okay, it's fine. Well, that's the thing with you watch a Marvel TV show. Like if you don't watch, if you don't see it, the weekend it comes out. It's all right. There's a new trailer with it. He got his own poster. So even if you haven't watched it, you know that we we know what happened. Yeah, trailer. What'd you say? Yeah, there's like a new uh, like footage kind of trailer. You know, like they put it up after the fact to hype people up to go back to watch it. Here's what you missed. Yeah. Oh, okay. What, what when Marvel puts out a movie or a TV show, as soon as that comes out and it's viewable to anybody, there's no such thing as spoiler alert because if you did not watch it the moment it came out, all like it, it's almost like fair game. No, it's that weekend. It's at the, of the weekend of. Yeah. So I remember that. Like, it's not as soon as it is. It's that after that. First I don't know. Weekend. Has it been updated? The weekend was the rule when we had theaters, but now yeah. you can watch it at home. You can watch it on your cell phone. You can watch it while you're using the restroom. Ew. You have no excuse. Yeah. That's awesome. that, that was just too much information. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, that was some, some of us watch it. it usually yeah. gets on me for those oh, types yeah. of jokes. So that that was Craig. <laughs> but I would like to see that though. I mean now that Disney's given out their properties to different video game companies. Hopefully someone other than that Marvel Avengers game could bring us the, or the black Captain America or the Anthony Mackie one, which you probably won't be voiced by Anthony Mackie, but we could get a new Captain America game starring that version of that character. I mean, there's a lot of material to go off of that. So who knows? And the Spider-Man. Um, oh, Miles Morales. Morales. There, there there's go. that. Yeah. 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 So I, I think there's a lot of redemption to be had with Valorant coming back and doing all this. Hopefully they learn from their mistakes of the Bloodshot movie and then, you know, just expand on it. I, there are some other Black characters they have uh, comics after that. There is this one uh, where it's actually like a... Uh, almost like a, a space ranger who is a black female space ranger and well she's got like a jetpack and and uh she's almost she reminds me of this one character i think it's the rocketeer a little bit but uh she i would love to see a game off of that character or a movie i mean if valorant can just uh really go all, all the way with uh, their ideas you know they i i'm just really excited for that but yeah, I mean, I'll just give it a 7 out of 10 because there, there are a few things about this remaster that still feel dated and that might be tough for some, some players. But if you can get past that, I think you'll have a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's around 10 to 20 hours to beat the game. So, and it's going to come on to console soon. But yeah, that's what I have to say about that. Now I knew a remaster, not a remaster. I was going to well, say one thing on that thing about being in space since uh for wandavision uh Ca- you and your Captain marvels missy Ram- rambo there we go i mean oh rambo oh yeah I- i'm try- again trying not super not to be spoiling but it i mean that would be pretty cool it's all it's all fair game <laughs> it's all fair game and the um uh, if i don't I, I don't know i don't know what ownership has what right now but 
Storm is what I'm recalling. Disney has Storm now. They they own okay. Fox, like they bought Fox or Fox property, so they have all of the X Men. The okay. characters or Marvel is still trying to get is uh, of course Spider Man because Spider Man's been they're fighting over Spider Man with Sony and also all the Spider Man villains Sony has, and then. I think they needed, they're trying to get Namor or Na- Namir, the Marvel version of Aquaman. Yeah, they Marvel does have an Aquaman type character they're trying to get. I don't know if they have them yet, but he was in Marvel's yeah, Avengers. Wasn't so some people first. don't recognize him because he hasn't been in the spotlight for some time. But or are you saying something, Craig? Yeah, wasn't Namor one of the originals before Aquaman? Yeah, or yeah, them? yeah. So, I mean, that would be cool to see that character back, but you, you know, I mean, who knows? Marvel's got so many characters. They got so many, there's so many superhero properties. There's just no end to it, and, and that's perfectly fine. Now, here's something, Riyadh. You say, uh, yeah, I don't know about Shadow Man, because that's pretty creepy. Yeah, there are some jump scares in that game, I will admit. I, when I went to the Asylum Playrooms, that's where I just jumped, because it's a little kid, just ghost kid, just uh, giggling while uh, there's some screams going on. It is one of the most terrifying parts of the game. However, that, that that doesn't fare anything to this game that's been getting a lot of love on Steam called Cruelty Squad. And so it's yeah, yes, I was looking it up, but I was looking it up on Steam, and all I saw was the soundtrack, which means it's rated R essentially because I have it. Uh, it is rated M. It is rated M. That is true. You actually play as a custom. Well, you play as a character who's been discharged from uh, uh, the the tactical force. So it's inspired by Rainbow Six. But say you're one of the the uh, or tactical or what are they called? The Rainbow Six tactical uh, soldiers. They're like a squat or a SWAT. I don't. Know, I don't know my military stuff. But what are the cases? He's no longer employed. He's living in his apartment. And gets a call from a mutant pig saying, hey, I know you are running out of money. While your character is having this conversation, though, he's looking outside and seeing a mass shooting going on. And the pig is like, hey, would you like a job where you're doing what that person is doing down there? So <laughs> that, that, that is uh, kind of the premise here is that you go through different missions have to kill specific targets, but you still get points for killing guards and civilians. You get, or you get money for it, sorry. Because you spend that money on uh, augmented implants or the stock market. To, uh, you can participate in stocks to see if uh, you could uh, win or lose money, gamble to, to try to get more earnings. What? Okay. And let me... So when I saw this on Steam, the store page... No, I, I've been on Steam long enough to know that there is things called shovelware or the Steam massive flips where people who would just buy assets from Unity or from Unreal just throw things together and call it a game. They would sell it for however much and scam people into thinking they're playing a game, but really it's something that's broken and uh, not something you should spend money on. When I saw the trailer, I thought this was going to be one of that because the trailer was not running at a very good frame rate and it's got this dated text and everything. Then I realized when playing it, 
it's supposed to simulate a mid 90s Macintosh game because it's even got the graphics of an old Mac, which is a very interesting UI system to kind of, and I mean, the, the visuals again, having that low poly pretending to be this old game. But when you go into it, I don't know what the heck is going on. <laughs> they'll have a tutorial, they'll teach you how to play the game. It's not like you won't understand how to play and what the rules of this game are. But when you start your first mission, your mutant pig friend said, oh, by the way, I slipped something in your drink or I slipped something in your uh, your your, uh, your your power armor. Wow. And, and what, is, what does that mean? I wonder. Hmm. Well, that, that could possibly mean the crazy visuals you're constantly seeing where there's all these random bright colors that and they're just all like disordered the characters look odd every time your your character jumps he acts like he's in pain and it's like wow this is such a fever dream before i even start shooting at people and when i open up the because the first mission i had to go into a uh, corporate office uh, and kill these specific targets the first thing I see is a mutant dog that looks like one of the enemies from Resident Evil. I mean, Craig, you've played some Resident Evil games. You know that there are these zombie dogs that'll split their face open and turn into like a parasite. Oh, like the dogs mixed with the vampires from Blade 2? Yeah, that's what greeted me when I opened the door. And I was like, okay, this is not anything that I, I thought I was getting into. Plus, you could just talk to the characters before you decide to uh, go violent. And the characters were saying some disturbing things. There was one random uh, employee or one one person when I was uh, disguising myself. He's like, yeah, I just ate this drink called human flesh. I was like, okay, I cannot feel bad for anybody that I'm about to kill. All these people are messed up. Or maybe it's just me. Again, maybe it's my hallucinations. Because again, the, the, you start to think, okay, what is—is is all this real, or is, or is what the—is this through the character's eyes? And really, these are just normal people. <laughs> but when you get into the, the combat, I mean, it plays like a a well-made tactical shooter because you're having to go in and sneak around, kind of uh, breach doors. And uh, the and you you don't have a whole lot of health, or you do have health, but you can die pretty quickly. So you have to kind of be quick. And same with the enemies. But it's the whole presentation that just throws you off of what you're fighting. Besides the visuals, the soundtrack in this game is very eerie. Like every time you're in the combat, the song the sound plays like something big is about to approach you. That it's something terrifying. It's not classified as a horror game. I would, because there's a lot of scary imagery in this. It only gets creepier in the second level, where you're in an open area in a town. The original music is like almost like a Pokemon theme from the Game Boy. It's it's a Game Boy color song mixed with a mixed with uh, sirens from that are the sirens that you hear when there's an apocalypse or there's like a uh, natural disaster going on i was like oh my gosh and so it it really gets to you what 
as you're trying to do your mission, take down these uh, police guards and eliminate your targets. Because the presentation is constantly keeping you on guard. You can never expect. This is an unpredictable video game. I guess that's why people really love it. Because it, it sold over 10,000 copies. One of the top rated games on Steam out of almost 60,000 games you could purchase on Steam. And people choose this out of so much. You know what? Questionable, can, but okay. What? I'm saying I don't. I mean, it can't be. I'm, I don't. I don't follow it. But yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. Well, hey, people like people like freaky stuff. They like to be creeped out. They like to be like, oh, oh my gosh, what the heck is going on here? And that's what it is. It's just a weird fever dream in a great old school tactical shooter. But in the second level, it got even creepier because there are additional objectives. Like, hey, you gotta collect this thing, and I would go in this dark room. And then the lights would turn off and the music would cut silent. I would turn around and there's this big monster with just a giant face just grinning at me. Not even attacking me, just grinning at me like I don't even know if it is trying to attack me. This thing's like this this game just screws with you constantly. And I love that. But I also thought it was kind of funny, like one of the targets, he lives in a room. Like where the walls and floor, the, the, all the walls are textured like Funko Pops. So the, one of your uh, people you're trying to assassinate is a big Funko Pop collector. I don't, <laughs> but then they introduce another enemy where it's these flower mutant creatures that spit acid at you. It's like, okay, this, this is just some weird, crazy game that I'm just admiring constantly. I mean, there's progression to it besides the implants of collecting new weapons to use in previous or further levels to get the best time. Because, again, besides that score, there's also how fast you complete the game. And there's not really, like, if you don't complete it at this speed, then game over. No, it's just, hey, we're put you on the leaderboards or how much can you get through the missions? And I was like, wow, of just these two levels, this is one of my most anticipated games of the year. Why are you here's rihanna with the disapproval what do you mean disapproval i'm just this is different and surprising that's all yeah no you asked if this is the game rate m for mature uh heck yes it is it's it's it wasn't an ask it was i understand that it is because it wasn't showing up on my results oh are you but are you sure because well, in the in the game, if you shoot someone in the face, you actually get to uh, blow their heads off, and and their their skulls are on the, the floor. There, there is gore in this, of course, and you can pick up their I heads. I said this wasn't a question. Well, I I just thought you needed to know. You can, you can pick up their heads. <laughs> By the way, one of the doors is a human face in one of the one of the assassinated targets. <laughs> the, this game freaks me out. And I love it. I. I, I Want to know how deep this goes? That's why I'm looking forward to this because I can't I can't explain anything outside of how to play the game and what you got to do in the game. The soundtrack is good though. Like I, I would put this on my Spotify playlist because I mean it's eerie and 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 uh, freaky, but like it's got I mean all of them got a catchy tune to it, a nice beat. So it's in early access. That's why I'm not giving a full review. I'm, I'm waiting until it gets out of it, which could be later this year. It's uh, they'll be in early access for six months, but you know, p- developers need more time on it than yada yada. But I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, Hey, 
over 10,000 people bought this. So it must mean something. Or all 10,000 people are high. I mean, hey, it's either. This game will make you feel like you're high. I mean, that, that is true. Now something that won't make you high. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> yeah, that's not quite a very good segue. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. All right, cool. Well, maybe this game will because in Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, they're having to defeat the evil Dr. Nefarious. He's at it again with his schemes. This time he's got a weapon called the Dimensionator. And with this ability, it creates a new gameplay element for the series, which is travel through different dimensions, which allows, or it has a ratchet and clank to kind of warping from one place to another place or having another dimension like collide with another, uh, this other one. I think that's a cool mechanic. Kind of reminds me of the PS3 game Ratchet and Clank uh, Crack in Time, which I've been playing and really loving. Also, Sony, why aren't you preserving those Ratchet and Clank games? But what's interesting, Craig is uh, new to Ratchet and Clank, and he made a prediction, because uh, in the, the trailer, I don't know if uh, you saw the trailer, Rihanna. You did? Okay. You didn't? What? Ah, uh, okay. You know what? I got to show you the trailer, but I, I'm going to edit out because I already uh, showed you guys another thing. I'm going to edit this part out just because I, I need to get Rihanna caught up. You, she was supposed to watch the trailer. She didn't. She didn't do her rules. My rules? Yeah, your rules. What hey, exactly? I speak English. What do you mean my rules? Is that a, how, what? It's, it's the law of the people in, in the United States of... of I mean, you could have said I didn't do my homework. But uh, I didn't get any assignment, so rules just doesn't make sense there. Uh, mm. Well, well, it does in this case, okay? If I want to, if I want to just make something up on the fly, I can because I feel like it. But fine, since you didn't watch the trailer, we'll watch it just for you, just so you have context here. Okay, I have just showed, I have just shown Rihanna the trailer. Rihanna, what do you think about that? Well, I couldn't really hear anything, so I'm just gonna go with what I saw. Oh, uh, okay. You want? Know All right. Let, let me. It's fine. I'll. It's fine. Uh, with I don't know who that lady per or she's a new character, and so this introduces a new lombax named Rivet, and, and which has been the whole storyline for Ratchet is he's the last lombax. He always wanted to see other lombaxes, so Rivet's a, a new female lombax. Uh, both of them have the goal of stopping the ther- nefarious. One, so I cool. mean, while you weren't able to hear it, what, what something you'll be able to uh, know though at the start of the trailer it says contains in-game purchases. Now, if you don't know, that's a new label they put on the ESRB for games mostly with microtransactions. However, that also applies to if a game has a pre-order bonus. So that leads us in a confusing question. Does this game have microtransactions? And Craig looked at that as like, you know what? This game needs multiplayer. And I look at Craig, what? Oh yeah, no, that's exactly it. I look at it, I see I see microtransactions. That means multiplayer, that means skins, that means weapon skins, armors, costumes. Well, Craig, who has not played the other Ratchet & Clank games, uh, let me say I've played a few multiplayer well ratchet clank in the past has had certain multiplayer like uh 
it was I, it was not going commando but it was one of the playstation 2 games they had a co-op but also there was a, oh the recent one you played rihanna full frontal assault i think that has a two-player drop and drop out co-op then there was ratchet and clank all for one and oh no actually one more there was a PSP Ratchet and Clank call, ga- ga- uh, game called Size Matters that had a competitive multiplayer mode where four ratchets like went against each other. You know, I wouldn't mind if the series were to play around with co-op in the future. I don't want that. And I think that is for recently playing Outriders, which is a live service game. I don't want Ratchet and Clank to be live service because that's the thing. When you make a multiplayer game today, most of the times it's got to be live service. Got to be connected to the server in order to play the game. And then, uh, you know, they got to have updates. There's going to be some launch bugs. There'd be, okay, I pr- we promise here's the content that we're going to actually put. I don't want this game to go through that. I think at a time, if back when multiplayer gaming was actually something more flexible instead of now where almost every company wants to make it the same way if if it was back then i would be like okay co-op where one is ratchet the other is rivet all right today they better not have multiplayer i i better not see even a hint at multiplayer for this and i know insomniac they're not one of those companies that have nickel and dimed their players they I, i don't think spider-man or even the resistance games they had microtransactions i think even the dlcs are for free so i mean you never know it's just how the system is with multiplayer today i i just don't think this series needs to go down that that direction especially when they already did with uh all for one and full frontal assault people hate those games they're like no this isn't the true ratchet i Actually, I did play a co-op for the for finishing the game because I could not get past or do the battle or the final battle without help. It was just like I I remember how I found the person, but it was a random person, and like I yeah, it it was a struggle. So I don't. I think I have played another of the Ratchet and Clank though, and I really liked it still. Yeah, I did because yeah, the time one. Yeah, crack in time. Yeah, I played that. Like that was super fun. But yeah, I mean, this looks super fun. It, I mean, it looks uh, like it, I mean, coming back to a crack in time. I, the other thing I did notice from this, I also don't think there will be multiplayer because it seems like you are playing Ratchet and then Rivet alone. There's just sections of the game where you're going to be playing Ratchet, and other you're going to be playing Rivet. It also seems like the game might be a little more open world. Just looking at the gameplay shown, it seems like the environments are more more open. That's either a good thing or a concerning thing. Because I know that games today, at least if they're in a a big budget scope, they've got to be over 10 hours. you got to make them 20 or 30 hours long. It's almost like a a, a mandatory thing. Whenever you're making a a game today, it's got to have a certain amount of length. So I believe this will probably be one of the longer Ratchet games. I mean, if it's a lengthy game and every hour of it is a lot of fun, that's great. Now, if they fill that up with filler, that would suck. Hopefully not. But everything I see of this is promising. It's just that, you know, I don't have a PS5. So 
I'm going to be like, oh, man, I can't wait to watch footage of this, not play it. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that's just what breaks my heart about this. Though, it was uh, revealed, and now it's not on, on this uh, game specifically because they're going to have a uh, or uh, not sure well they're going to have the state of play for it but playstation did uh, come out and say that they're going to start bringing their playstation exclusives to steam on pc beginning in july one could think that maybe a rift apart could release later on steam i mean i would bet you need advanced pcs looking at how good that game looks or, or I mean, the graphics in that, holy crud! I I would I would hope you would have like the best graphics chip and everything, because I, I bet that I will use up a lot. Or if if not, then I'm surprised, because that was one of the best looking games I've seen in, in a while. But I mean, other games coming on Steam, Days Gone is already yeah. If anybody wants to play that, but hopefully Ratchet and Clank they'll re-release the old games on steam that would be cool the one could think that this might eventually come on another platform later even though it says playstation 5 exclusive it won't be coming on the ps4 just because it takes advantage of the ps5's capabilities therefore it cannot be released backwards that sucks craig what do you think about that knowing all the information i brought out I mean, Ratchet and, Clank, Ratchet and Clank looks like it's going to be a really good game, uh, regardless of if it has multiplayer or not. Um, if it does, I mean, like you were saying, that could bring a good aspect as far as co-op, perhaps um, you know, being able to help out your fellow players if you're having a difficult difficulty with a certain part. That would be great to partner up with your friends. But um, if not, we'll just see what kind of other um, type of microtransactions they'll be able to add in. I think, like I said, it's going to be skins and guns, but who knows, perhaps there will be downloadable content down the line or maybe something else could be brought into the mix. They haven't exactly said everything's on the table. In regards to what you said about, um, unfortunately, you know, a lot of people are going to miss out on this due to the fact that there aren't PS5s out there. With that in mind, I think it would be smart of Sony to go ahead and release to Steam immediately because otherwise you have millions of players out there who, like you said, are just going to watch it or, you know, forget about it, not really care. But at least you can allow them to play on PC, you know. We'll oh, I don't think people will forget about Ratchet. Ratchet and Clank has proven to be... No, a, they won't forget it, but yeah. by the time they get their hands on a PS5, that probably won't be the first game that they want to play. You never know. They might. Yeah, because there'll be so many other new games coming out. Well, my point. you're going to miss your your brand newness, your release window. Well, well but we're, like the last Ratchet and Clank game, which was a, a reboot, that sold, I believe, over 10 mil. Like it sold lots of copies. Like it was one of the best selling games of the PlayStation 4. So I, I cannot really say that people who finally get a PS5, they'll forgive. I, I think this is going to be one of the first things on people's minds as far as getting it now the other thing is that this is a reboot and it's a sequel to the reboot which originally ratchet and clank was supposed to reboot with movies and television series like they were going to expand on ratchet like uh, sly cooper fortunately the movie sucks so they scrapped that and i guess that's why they uh or, or you know they wanted to take their time and really uh come out with a new ratchet game so i mean i'm looking forward to it. i hope it is uh great 
yeah I, I don't really want microtransactions i don't think that will help the game at all i with insomniac i don't think they're even a company that does that for their games with spider-man they had a deal they had a or expansions like premium expansions that would be fine but this releasing a bunch of paid skins i i don't think this game needs it's gonna be 70 dollars so i i yeah i don't know we'll see i i, I won't see you'll see because i uh, unless i get a ps5 me again i don't know what it's gonna be like in june as far as that goes yeah here's hoping they come through with that that batch of u.s release uh, ps5 because we're coming up on six months now yeah yeah so many people don't have it even though they keep proudly saying we sold over we sold almost 10 million units i'm like how many of those units are actually owned by ps or gamers how many are there them sitting in a warehouse which true. they've never even addressed mm, true true yeah bitcoin <laughs> i just like when i just say bitcoin and I, I, Rihanna, you know I love you. That's why I love messing with you. But uh, the reason I bring up Bitcoin is that people are trying to find out new ways to spend money. And that is why Bitcoin has been gaining some popularity over the years. That for Nexon, Nexon is a uh, Chinese game publisher. Some people may or may not recognize them, but uh, they've done a lot of... Uh, I think they did, because uh, I, I remember I played one of their games. They they did some tactical free-to-play shooters, but Nexon went ahead and spent $1 million, or no, $100 million with Bitcoin, or $100 million worth of Bitcoin, joining Tesla, a, a list of tech companies embracing the digital, digital currency. The online game provider acquired 1,717 Bitcoins at an average price of 58 thousand two hundred and twenty six dollars each including fees and expenses the purchase uh, represents less than two percent of nexon's total cash cash equivalents on hand largest ever purchase digital currency made by a company traded in tokyo oh yeah tokyo and nexon not chinese our purchase of bitcoin reflects on a, a disciplined strategy for protecting shareholder value maintaining purchasing power over cash assets Nexon's chief chief executive author said, "We believe Bitcoin offers long-term stability and liquidity while maintaining value fresh for uh, future investments." Tesla and Square Enix, or, or Square Inc., sorry, are amongst those other companies to use it. Do you think Bitcoin is the future? Because we keep hearing about Bitcoin. Is that five to ten years down the line? Are you going to be purchasing your games with Bitcoin? Are you going to making money off of your streams through bitcoin how is bitcoin going to be added to gaming if at all no i got nothing i still don't really see the connection between bitcoin and gaming is it the future of currency well, it's a i mean it'll type make, of you currency. Some, make you a lot of, yeah i know it's a type yeah. of currency but i mean like how do you how do you pay with it with the value fluctuating every 20 seconds that is definitely true yeah R- Hey, how, how much is this game? It's one Bitcoin. Well, what's Bitcoin? Oh, well, uh, you know, it changes every 20 seconds. It might be worth 5,000 now. It might be worth 50,000 next. It might. So how do you pay? You know, it's not stable enough, I, I don't think. Yeah, I was just kind of curious about this because I was like, I, I don't know how this would go. Of course, Rihanna, who is dressed like a, a businesswoman, probably done some finance. She probably knows about Bitcoin. I don't have any. No. You have Bitcoin? Yeah. 
this is office business like business casual okay i'm fine you don't have to keep like <laughs> Your business casual for bitcoin oh my goodness um, i i i know there's some kind of coding and mining thing involved but i don't really understand a lot of data mining like so. that's one of my favorite games of last year island saver which is this free-to-play colorful educational game about finance and currency and they actually did a simple way of discussing what or talking about what uh bitcoin does and making that a part of the gameplay so that's how i know about bitcoin other than people who uh invest so much into bitcoin and say that that's the future of currency i mean just think about it if one bitcoin is a thousand dollars and you end up buying two ps5s <laughs> with one bitcoin or not like when you're about to purchase that one bitcoin is now one dollar i feel like bitcoin is just such a gamble so i mean i would i like to see that in as in steam in the future for people to use as purchases that would be curious to see how that would work out i, I don't know maybe people are getting the scams i don't know so Bitcoin price, according to Google uh, results, says it's $54,784.84 as US dollar. That's nuts. But like, what's it going to be next week? I don't know. I've never kept track of anything like that. But then there's also like the stocks. I thought the stock is how much it's actually worth. It. I was like, that's not I don't even, I don't know. I know that there's stuff, but then there's, I, I don't. I just don't. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Nexon, they uh, worked on Maple Story. And they, they, it was the Counter-Strike zombie game. That's what I remember when I played. Uh, so, I mean, hey, if it works out for them, then I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Maybe you never know. That's all we got today. Now, because uh, I'm probably going to be doing an interview for a possible job, 2.30 p.m. next week. It'll probably delay the show. I'll may do it a later and just uh, talk about... You know, the turnip tax evasion game. Turnip uh, evades his tax. Turnip boy. Turnip boy. His boy. tax evasion. Yeah. yeah. So me uh, and Rihanna, we're going to evade taxes together. We're... <laughs> yeah. Not not quite like that. Uh, it's okay. Craig, you might be the only host of the show left because both of us might be in jail because we played this game. That's not how that works at all, but okay. I'll bail you out. Thanks. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's it, very fun. Yeah. If we have the time, I had one last quick thing I wanted to pop in. Just while it's still fresh and new, was okay. uh near replicant, the oh. the release of that remaster slash remake game from a long time ago. It's 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 a really good, fast-paced, very flowy action fighting game where you have to rescue your sister. I don't want to take up too much time. I know we're about to end it, but just it's a brand new game. It's definitely worth, uh, I think it's $60. And uh, yeah. it's a lot of fun. Okay. Oh, and uh, Pokemon Snap. That game is coming out Friday. So it'll be Pokemon Snap and Turnip Boy. That'll be the things because it'll probably be later. This will be on uh, Pondstress, which is on different podcast listening platforms of your choice. You think of it, you name it, we're there. Also, Facebook.com slash Pondstress. Twitter at uh, ChasePond64, Instagram. Uh, also, Pond's Press. You, little video clips will be on TikTok and Instagram under Pond's Press. Discord, all aboard the Discord? I canceled events because I was like, okay, is anyone wanting to? We're trying to figure that out, like who's available for what. I think this Sunday I might just display anime for people, but hopefully we'll get more people that will 
have some game nights. I just really don't know anybody's availability, but hey, join the Discord, so become part and we'll we'll get something together. And, and I, I just realized probably not doing it every week because we're still a small community, but I'll figure it out. Also, because the Oscars, and nobody cares about that except Justin. <laughs> eh. Yeah, I, I didn't watch anything. But no, I, I, I didn't. Yeah, screw yeah. it. Hermione 617 doing her twitchies. Twitchies? Uh, <laughs> yeah, your twitchies. No. Oh, I'm doing a... I got 500 followers on Twitch. <gasps> a little celebration. Congratulations. Thanks. Thank you. It's going to be a Zumba was, stream yeah. and, and community games. Yeah. And Craig, bird up. All that, all his podcasts, everything. Yeah, YouTube, TikTok, Twitch. Yeah, yeah, he's on TikTok. So yeah, watch. I'm back. I'm back. I took a super long break, but I'm back, giving it a shot. Oh, all right, all right. I'm I'm just warning you. Anyway, tell them. Take care.